Hi, I'm Justin Boyd. I'm Brittany Pacheco. And I'm Franken Krupa. <laughs> and we are the Watchers in the Basement. Welcome to a post-Comic-Con edition of the Watchers in the Basement. Yes, we're here today on this Sunday to talk about all that happened. Well, not all that happened, but all that happened with Marvel and DC at San Diego Comic-Con this year. Um, there was a ton of stuff. So let's let's just jump right into it. Um, on Friday, Marvel had a animation panel. And they're talking about the upcoming uh, animated shows that are coming to Disney Plus soon. And the first one's coming very soon. It is uh, called I Am Groot. It's a, a series <laughs> of little like digital shorts about the character from the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. It's going to be like five episodes. I doubt the episodes are very long, probably five to ten minutes at max. And there's going to be a season two later in the year. Did y'all get a chance? I dropped the trailer on Friday. Did y'all get a chance to see the trailer? Yeah, I, I caught the trailer um, when it dropped, and it was very short, you know, Groot is a man of very few, well, a tree of, of very few words. So not three. A, just three yeah, words. Just, yeah. just three words. And uh, it, I like looking at baby Groot. I think baby Groot is just freaking adorable. I, I'm I'm on the fence about watching this, even though I know it's going to be just a few episodes that are going to be very short. But I I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence about it. What about you, Frank? Yeah, I don't I don't know about this one, man. And I and I like Groot, don't get me wrong. I think he's adorable, especially when he's a baby. Um, I don't know how much dialogue you can create for a show when a guy a, a, a guy his else has three words. You you better have a hell of a supporting cast to carry this motherfucker, man. But that's that's 30, 30 minutes is a long time for a character. I don't, I don't oh, think no. it's gonna be that long. No, it's gonna be like no. five minutes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, the episodes are like very quick. They're gonna be like four to ten minutes or I mean, probably five or six minutes max. So, okay. Then, yeah, and, it, and it's only five episodes, so you in a half hour you can watch the whole thing. I think. Okay, that makes sense. Then yeah, I, yeah. I was really concerned about thirty minutes episodes of, of of such a limited character verbally. Oh yeah, yeah, no. for sure. No. Real quick, real quick before we continue, let's yep. just say hello to our friend Drew in the North. He's here in the chat. Drew, okay. always appreciate it. Uh, let us know what you're excited about with. Uh, San Diego Comic-Con announcements. We're, we're just starting with our Marvel animation. Yeah, so I Am Groot will drop on August 10th. And like, like I said, there's going to be a season two later this year. So we'll be looking forward to that. And then one of the, I mean, not that this is a huge surprise, but Bradley Cooper is going to be the voice of Rocket Raccoon in this series. So I guess there's some question about that, but he's going to be back to do Rocket's voice. So the next thing on tap is what if season two? That's going to be coming in 2023. They didn't give a date or a, you know, spring or fall or anything like that. They just, what if season two? Um, the only thing I really know about what if season two is they, the creators of this show were, they, they point out that the Captain Kurt Carter that we saw in Dr. Strange, and the multiverse Magic is not the same as the cap Carter that we saw in what if, what do y'all think about that? Well, it's curious because with the assembled, which is, basically the behind the scenes of making any of these movies or shows they the filmmakers did kind of touch a little bit about the captain carter that we got in what if that a lot of of peggy's costume was inspired from what if uh but but still it's not one in the same no it's a different variant apparently 
Huh. Which I think is okay. weird, but that that would make sense. Because it's like the variant where she becomes Captain Carter instead of Steve Rogers becoming Captain America. That's what makes it stand out. <laughs> you know, like I don't. Why would you have two of those? But whatever. It's it's an animated show. Frank, what are your thoughts on that? Or what are you looking forward to to season two? Or yeah, I, I just I just think that was the writers trying to play into more of the multiverse stuff that's going on with this this phase. Um, looks it walks like a duck, cries like a duck. Looks like Shane Carter to me. I, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, it's the same. Like, it's the same. Obviously, the same person's going to voice the character, but they're yeah. saying it's a different version of Captain Carter. So yeah, yeah, and that's and that's what I was going to say. It, it, I think they're it, just playing it more to the multiverse. Yeah. Vibe of what phase uh, four is all about. So, the I mean, we remember our variants and Loki and all these different types of uh, the same character but different multiverses. They're probably just playing on that. Talk about variants. I got my time variants authority TVA t shirt on. So, I, I came ready for this. Yeah. That, and that, <laughs> that'll come into play a little bit later on, too. For sure. So, the next up, and speaking of what if, one of the what if episodes was about Marvel Zombies, which now Marvel Zombies will be its own show. Streaming in 2024 on Disney Plus. Now, the one thing of note that I found out about Marvel Zombies is that it's going to be TVMA, so it's going to be nice. go. It's going to go harder than uh than What If did. What do y'all think about that? And as you can see, if you're if you're watching us down YouTube, we have a s- couple of screenshots from Comic Con. You've got a a half zombified Icarus from Eternals, and then you've got a variety of characters who are zombified. You've got a Captain America. Captain Marvel, Abomination. Uh, looks like a Wanda. So, so Brandy, the, what did, the uh, oh my gosh, I can't pronounce it. Dormilaji from right, you know, from Wakanda is is up in here too. That's oh man, they're lethal just by themselves. Like imagine them in zombie form. I'm here wow. for it. You know, funny enough, I really enjoyed this episode from what if when they were all zombies and they had to like navigate their day or their life to to not become a zombie at the end of the day i really enjoyed it so i'm actually really intrigued to see this show which is odd because the very fact that i don't like zombies as a whole like i don't like watching zombie movies these resident evil the walking dead none of that not into it that's almost the reason why I didn't start watching Game of Thrones because I literally thought that the White Walkers were zombies. I'm like, I do not need to see a child that's like a zombie well, killing they all were, these people. They were zombies, <laughs> just of a different. I know, but that's yeah. again, but that's why I didn't want to watch Game of Thrones. Anyway, right. sidebar. But yeah. I'm actually really excited to watch Marvel Zombies just because I really did enjoy the episode from What If Season One. Yeah. So, Frank, what what's your thoughts on Marvel Zombies? Did you read the comics or do you know much about? The zombie storyline? I don't. Um, the, the episode I saw on What If was pretty dope. Um, I think I think it'll be a good. I think it'll be a good show. I mean, to see the. I, I was a big fan of Walking Dead for a while before they kind of went off the rails a little bit. So to see a a, a zombie version of these heroes, and we might get more more uh, heroes that we haven't seen in the regular six one six in this. So seeing some more possible character um, appearances of people we haven't seen before in the past. I'm all for it. I mean, it's a it's a very interesting concept, but um, Margaret has done a pretty good job as far as introducing new types of uh, types of shows to us. So I'm all for it. Yeah. 
So the next one up they talked about, I think this will be the one that'll be of most interest to everybody, is the X-Men 97 series, which is dropping in fall 2023. And this series is going to pick up the, uh, sorry, that's, I didn't mean to cut you off. That was awesome. Good, 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 good job with the song there, which we, we, we saw that, we, we heard that song in a recent uh, episode of a certain Disney plus show. But uh, anyway, uh, this is picking up where the animated series back in the day left off. It ran from 92 to 96. This is X-Men 97. If you're watching us on YouTube, there's a couple of screenshots. that shows some of the X-Men characters in this one. And one thing of note is they've already announced that X-Men 97 will have a season two, which I'm not sure if it'll be called X-Men 98 or if it'll just be <laughs> season two. But uh, Brittany, what are your thoughts on seeing this and this upcoming series? Listen, I, I love X-Men. We talked about this in our previous pod going over Miss Marvel. You're right, Justin. The little theme song from X-Men uh, was played out at the very end of Miss Marvel. Y'all need to go check that out if you already yep. haven't. It's totally worth it. But truth be told, I was very young when this show aired. I mean, obviously, reruns ran for a couple years. And I remember watching X-Men, the animated series, I just don't remember it well enough. Like I'm sure Frank would with the storyline. I mean, I, I always remember liking rogue. I, I think her look was super cool. I always loved Wolverine Cyclops, of course. So for me, I need to go rewatch <laughs> before I can pick back up with this new series, but I'm super excited for it because th this is definitely a callback to my childhood. Frank. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. And I feel like, there's been so many different adaptations of X-Men since the first one that came out in 92. Right. Um, yeah, X-Men. Yeah, X-Men. It's the first, not first class, but um, the teenagers. Yeah, th there's a couple of them. They're, they're also on Disney Plus. They're, yeah. they're out there. Yeah, there's one that there's one just based on Wolverine. Also. Yeah, Wolverine and X-Men, which was really good. But it was only a season. You have the anime right. X-Men. Um, I mean, but nothing quite hits home at the original for me. And again, one of my favorite storylines of all time is the Phoenix saga in this version of the X-Men back in 92. It was like a whole season. And like, I remember just kids just being stressed, coming to school Monday morning, like, man, you saw what happened to Gene, dog? Is Gene gone? And the Shi'ar Empire, like, so to see a lot of that recreated in this version, I'm, I'm all for it. What do you think about the artwork that you're seeing on the screen now? Very retro. It reminds yeah. me of 92. Like, it's, it's retro. It's, you know, and like, um, X-Men, I mean, kids today would never understand how popular X-Men was. Yeah, it was huge. It was, in the it was, 90s, like, they were as big as Batman or Spider-Man yeah. or Superman. Yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, you had the Rain, Power Rangers, you had Batman, Superman. X-Men was right there. I know the Avengers, since the MC, MCU has taken off, and the Avengers has been, like, the, the main team um, over the last decade. But this was the team. This was yep. the team. And, like, the movies never really quite encapsulated what this team was. Far as the animated version goes, but um, again, man, I, I'm 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 excited. I know people my age and in their forties are gonna be like kids again once the show comes back on. Yeah, this was a series that I've I have not seen every episode, but I, I remember as a kid that when I did get to see this show because I believe it was on Fox when it when it aired, and my family for a long time we didn't have we just had the three basic channels which were ABC, CBS, and, and uh, NBC because we lived in a rural area and and so we couldn't pick up anything 
Uh, so when I was like at my grandparents' house, when I did get to watch this show, it was always like a thrill because it was like, I remember thinking as a kid, it was like the storylines were very like adult. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean it's not like they're like cursing or there was like, you know, sex or anything like that, but like they were, they didn't feel like other cartoons to me. It felt like it was more like a real kind of uh, storyline. So uh, I'm looking forward to this coming back. And also it's worth noting that all of the voice talent who worked on the original is returning for this. So that's pretty impressive for that long of a, Oh yeah, you're kidding me. Yeah. So it's that's like, awesome. Like they're legit just like picking up where they left off and continuing. And, and one image that we don't have in here that I want to, that I want just would want to talk about real quick, but you can't see it is. So Magneto is now the new leader of the X-Men in this storyline. It's continuing. Damn. So I think that's kind of cool. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. What, Frank, what are your thoughts on that? With Meg- no, it's, it's perfect because the last season of X-Men, mm-hmm. Professor X was in a coma. He was okay. in a coma in the Shi'ar Empire. Um, uh, uh, Leandra, who was one, one of Professor X's many loves, the Shi'ar Empire, they took his body over, they took his body out of space and he's in a coma. So, I mean, if they're picking up right, right where that old one, the old episodes took off, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, so and it was in X Men only four seasons. The, right. the original series it wasn't that long, but right. yeah, I think that's pretty dope. I mean, and and, and like in the comic books, the X Men had multiple different leaders too. Like, right, Cosmos was, was a leader for a little bit, and Wolverine was a leader for a little bit, and Storm and Magneto. So yeah, I mean, it wasn't always Professor X. Yeah, and so, yeah, Neil co-founded, he co-founded the X Men too. So right, right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just a really cool shot of him because he like the, the the character has like this long, flowy gray hair. He doesn't have the helmet on, so he's got the big M on his chest. It, he's pretty it ripped cool. too. It looks pretty cool. Like I'm, he's, I'm looking yeah. forward to this. Um, the final thing they talked about on Friday was Spider-Man Freshman Year, which is coming sometime in 2024. Now, so this this says it's an anima- animated series that follows Peter Parker on his way to becoming Spider-Man in the MCU starting with his freshman year of high school, right? The problem is, <laughs> I don't see how in the hell this is going to be an MCU Spider-Man show because in this show, some of his, like, he he faces off with Doc Ock and he's friends with Harry Osborn. And, the, you know, Norman Osborn's in this show. and It's, it's actually, it's a black Norman Osborn. And uh, Harry Osborn, if you're looking at the our images right now, the upper right corner the football player that's that's Harry Osborn in this series. So it's a very different take on Spider-Man, but supposedly it's the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Tom Holland's not going to be voicing the character, but I don't really see how it's going to be MCU canon. And also by the way, Daredevil uh Mr. Charlie Cox is uh, going to be voicing Daredevil in this series and as you can see he has a pretty cool it's like black lightish light blue almost like batman's kind of costume and no i'm, I'm pretty sure trim. that's that's black just an, an ode to the daredevil series that has charlie right. cox in it before he gets the suit so that uh that's kind of cool listen I, I will say this about this and then x-men of course 97 the fact that we're taking this back if i'm not mistaken back to like 2d animation and not mm-hmm. this you know pixar kind of look to it i'm here for it because again that is reminiscent of all of us growing up with yeah. cartoons, right? And and any sort of animation, it was all flat. It was all this, you know, maybe the, the, 
obviously this has a little bit more comic book style because of the shadows and things like that, which is very appropriate. But I, I agree with you, Justin, not sure how this could fall under the MCU umbrella unless they're taking this in a different direction altogether. I think it might be a multiverse thing because from all accounts, it sounds like uh, Norman Osborn is is like Peter's mentor instead of Tony Stark. So I don't okay. I mean, I, I mean, the thing is, like the character, the Spider-Man character looks very similar to the Tom Holland character in, in a lot of ways. But the supporting cast is completely different. And the fact mm-hmm. that he's like facing off with Doc Ock and, you know, his like Scorpion, like all these like legendary characters. From yeah. back in the 90s and before and like we've seen these characters in the mcu and they're not this way so i'm not sure right. Fr- frank what do you think about this series Bill, to me from what you what you explained it should have been better off just, just a one-off like not connected to anything yeah um, i agree especially going back to his freshman year like i mean that's i mean we kind of I, I feel like we kind of went through that already watching him in the MCU, but I mean, he, I, I guess you try to bring in a younger audience too. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Like it's been a while since Marvel had kid cartoons out there, like as far as like on, on a consistent basis. So I, I guess I get it as far as like the audience you're trying to, you're trying to bring in. Um, I love the Daredevil out, outfit. I think it's, I think it's super dope. Um, I'm gonna watch it just cause you know, I'm a cartoon guy and yeah. see where it goes. I'm, ho- I'm hoping they don't, they don't make it too complicated. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I, I think that the main reason why we're going to see this series is because they own the animated rights to Spider-Man. So, or at least I guess they own the animated rights of this Spider-Man, which is kind of strange because obviously there's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is an animated movie, which is a Sony film. But uh, Spider-Man's a super popular character. So this is their way to put the character out there and have their control over it. And... Um, They've already announced there's going to be a Spider-Man sophomore year, so we're going to get two seasons of this show at least. So I'm looking forward to it. It's you know the animated stuff isn't my favorite stuff, but I think that it'll be well done. And uh, overall, it looks like it's going to be cool stuff. Uh, let's move on to Saturday morning, where Warner Brothers and DC Comics they took the stage at Hall H, and it was kind of underwhelming and. It, wasn't totally their fault but uh let's get into their first offering which is shazam fury of the gods the shazam sequel this movie comes out december 21st they dropped the official trailer the trailer i think the trailer looks great in the trailer we see the flash we see we see aquaman we see batman and these are all like from the snyder cut i mean at least the flash scenes from the snyder cut so that's kind of interesting to me uh Brittany, <laughs> what do you also, I'll point out that Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu are the villains are the villains in the film. Um, Brittany, what are your thoughts of Shazam Fury of the Gods? I am not a huge DC fan. This has already been determined yes. from many podcasts prior to this one. It took me a while to finally watch Shazam. And that was when it was, I guess it's on Netflix or whatever platform it streams on. But I did enjoy it, but it's not enough for me to like even go out of my way to to watch the trailer. So therefore, I have not watched the trailer. I love the idea that Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu are villains because I 
absolutely adore Helen Mirren in general. And I think Lucy can be such a badass when she wants to be. So that'll be kind of fun. I can't take Zachary Levi seriously in this character. I just, oh, I absolutely God. just cannot. No, so. He's great. He's great. This no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm not saying that he can't perform the role or anything like that. It's just, just this image. Like he's just so goofy looking and just like, well, you know, kind of thing. In defense <laughs> of him, I'm trying to grab a screenshot from a trailer and that's the that's best fair. I could do. So that's my, that's fair, but he's yeah. still like goofy looking. Like he's like this real ripped kind of guy. And he's like, having a burger or whatever. And he's like, hey. um, well, in, the, in the scene, which I, the screenshots from, he's sitting across from Harold, Helen Mirren and he has a really good fast and furious joke, which is so like on the, that's so appropriate. It's so well done because she's in those movies. And so yeah. it's kind of like a meta joke, but uh, yeah, I know yeah. real fast. I want to say what's up to Nick all the way from the UK, Nick from walking with the woods. Appreciate you being here in a live chat going over uh comic-con news so let us know what you're looking forward to yeah good good to glad you're on with us nick we appreciate it uh frank what are your thoughts on shazam fury of the gods i, I love the trailer man i, yeah, I thought I, I thought it, it gave me vibes of the first one like it's gonna be funny you got a man child uh, playing the hero um the kids grow fast man yeah God. they're big they're like bigger they big. what the but I guess it makes sense because the first one came out what, like four years ago. Uh, it was 2019. Yeah, it was like 2019. Yeah, so I mean, they filmed it probably 2018, 2017. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, teenagers at that point they, they grow up so fast. But I mean, I, I mean, I, I love Heather Mirren. You know, you know, I got you know I got a crush on Lucy Liu. So as far as the cast, man, I'm, I'm all for it. Making goods back. So um, I'm I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready for more laughs. I want to see what more. This movie does a great job of like it's like a PD Deadpool, like the whole like right. making, the, making fun of themselves. So I want to see what they do um, within the framework of DC and and what Easter eggs they might have uh, going forward. Because we don't know nothing about DC as far as like their plans going forward. I mean, just Frank DC doesn't even know what DC is doing. Like, let's just be <laughs> well, real. That's the one thing about this panel is that they didn't talk about anything that's like coming in the future. They only talked about the immediate future. The movies yeah. that we already knew were coming out. That's all they talked about. They didn't talk about anything in the future. I mean, they've got a lot of issues, but, uh, that, and that's just so sad because like they took the floor before Marvel and Marvel just unleashed the yeah, next, the but next, they, weren't, for the they next... weren't right before they were, they had a long buffer in between. They, they let like the Lord <laughs> of the Rings and they let like game of Thrones go in between because I, I get that. Yeah, but right. what I'm saying is like Marvel unleashed like the next, you know, 50 decades worth of, of movies and content yeah. where in DC is like, we just have two. <laughs> We just have two in the next well, year or so. <laughs> they have more, but I guess they didn't have enough to do they talk though. About. No, they they do. They have a lot of stuff in the works. I mean <laughs> hey man, Joker two with like Lady Gaga maybe playing Harley okay, Quinn. That, is that sounds fair. amazing. Now that's not confirmed. Yes. But yes. that sounds amazing if that's if that happens. Um you know the the thing about this this movie and and Frank, you, you nailed it. It it does feel like a PG version of Deadpool. And if and it, honestly, I've said this so many times, but it's like a Marvel movie, but in the DCEU. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's what the DCEU needs more of because like the action is awesome. And like the villains are cool and it looks great. It's just, it's good to have a little bit of fun mixed in with, you know, your brooding serious superheroes. I mean, you, if you want to be serious, cool, but like 
you're going to be serious, you can't be dumb. Like you got to make sure your shit's good. If you're going to be, if you're going to be serious, then be Christopher Nolan and be the dark Knight, and then be bulletproof and then fine. I'm but, Batman. but if you're, you know, if you want to be serious, you know, be serious and be real about it. Don't, don't leave open massive plot holes that people can drive, you know, 18 wheeler trucks through. Um, on to the next offering from DC. The rock was there on stage. The rock actually appeared in, in a, in costume as black Adam. The Black Adam movie actually comes out October 21st. They dropped a new teaser trailer for it. Um, this movie is interesting to me. I, I actually think this movie looks pretty cool. Um, I, the Rock's been talking about this movie since like 2008, and that's not a joke. He literally has been like a part attached to this movie since 2008, and it's finally, it's finally coming to the, sil- to the silver screen in October. Um, the Rock is going to be, you know, Black Adam's going to be introduced along with the justice society of America characters like Dr. Fate Hawkman. Those are pretty cool characters. So I'm glad they're finally getting on the, uh, going to be, you know, in the theater. Brosnan's back, bro. I'm so excited, man. Yeah. He looks good. Yeah. Yes, he looks great. Yeah. yeah. See him as Dr. Fate, which is essentially the Marvel version of Dr. Strange, but I mean, to yeah. see him in the fold, man, I'm, I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Brittany, what are your thoughts on black Adam and the rock playing a superhero? Couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I, I, again, I I don't get excited when I hear anything from DC. I just don't. See, I'm if sorry. If the rock was on this, he would say it doesn't matter. <laughs> Listen, my my response to him, you know, can you smell what I'm cooking and it's something better than whatever DC produces. So, I mean, uh, it looks cool. I mean, I've seen the trailer obviously when I watched Thor Love and Thunder. I mean, that's fine. I think the costume looks kind of cool. I, I I know I made mention to you, Justin, because I literally know nothing about anything DC related. The fact that it's funny, both Black Adam and Shazam have like the lightning bolt on their yeah. on their costume, which you shared with me that Black Adam is basically Shazam's main villain. So mind blowing for me. Anyway, yeah, I I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't care. Well, and I think the Rock, since the Rock's playing Black Adam, he's not going to be a villain. He's going to be an anti-hero, and that's even kind of mentioned in this. Why is everyone trailer. trying to be like a Deadpool these days? Like, <laughs> well, I mean, it won't be like Deadpool really at all because it's not going to be as quippy and funny. But uh... appreciate it, Nick. You and I are on the same level. We're DC just doesn't do anything for us. It it just doesn't. Sorry, yeah, you know I can understand that. Frank, do you have any other thoughts on Black Adam? I have a lot of thoughts on Black Adam. I think Black Adam might be the the, the, the crown jewel of DC if they do it right. Like, right. Um, I know I know Black Adam is a is a adversary to Shazam. Um, I don't know if they're gonna cross over. They should cross over eventually, but I mean, The Rock is he's a, he's a phenomenal actor, and Black Adam is a very very powerful ancient god. So um, if they do it right, this this could be this could be the 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 next published superhero outside of Batman and Superman. Um, the story is done right, but the action looks great. Um, the cinematography looks wonderful. Um, so I, I can't wait. So this movie is rumored. Remember, I'm just saying rumored to have a Superman cameo at the end of it, but it's reported to be a, once again, a faceless Superman, much like what we saw in uh, peacemaker and in the end of Shazam. 
And the reason for that is our next topic from Comic-Con is the fact that Deadline last week, Deadline, which is a reputable source, they said there that Henry Cavill was rumored to be there. And when a source like Deadline says that, it gets people excited because, hey, this is a legit source. And people are expecting that Henry Cavill to be there. He was in a, you know, return as Superman. They have a new Superman movie in the works or something. And he wasn't there. So uh, that was a bummer. And, you know, it's it's not really Warner Brothers fault because they never said that he was going to be there. But it felt like they needed something big and bringing back Superman after not having a Superman movie since 2013 and him not appearing since you know the cider cut but that was you know obviously filmed like in 2016 or 15 it's like how long can they go on with not having a superman it's just it's crazy is a is a big bummer for me because i was excited solely for the dc panel to see henry cavill back as superman and it didn't happen Brittany, what are your thoughts about henry cavill and what's going on with superman and all that stuff i think it's probably in henry cavill's best interest to move away <laughs> i uh i'm sure he has other opportunities obviously and recent he was in the recent mission impossible movie obviously yeah. he stars as uh gerald Saravia in and netflix they're filming the right Witcher. now season three yeah right and and so he's he's got other opportunities going on now i will not object to seeing a shirtless henry cavill in any sort of show or or movie However, I, I will throw out who I think will be the faceless Superman and maybe even show his face. I think it's going to be Homelander. They're going to get Anthony Starr to play Superman. No, no, no. Not just Anthony Starr. There, he's going to, it's going to be Homelander. Be Homelander. <laughs> that would, that would have been huge for Comic-Con if they announced <laughs> that Homelander was going to be in one of their movies. A crossover. That would be, that would be crazy. <laughs> Frank, what are your thoughts about Henry Cavill, the rumors, and then the fact that it didn't happen? What's going on with Superman? I, I truly don't care. I, I I truly do not care anymore. I mean, the, Warner Brothers has, they found a way to fuck up the bag with, with Henry Cavill so many times. Like, I don't remember, like, they could, they, could, they could play Groot as Superman. I wouldn't give a fuck. Like, I don't really care about Superman at this point. <laughs> like, they, 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 find, they, they find ways to alienate almost every single actor or actress coming out of that WB property, whether it's yeah. Gal Gadot, whether it's the guy who plays Cyborg, whether it's you know, I, it, they they've alienated so many people. So it's like at this point, I'm I'm just gonna enjoy DC for what it is, like for the little thing highlights they have with, with certain heroes. But I have no confidence that they'll, they'll get the Superman thing um, under control. They 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 fuck with the bag on that one. Yeah, I'd like to see. I I think that it's ridiculous that Superman's not in a movie. Like, Superman is like, I mean, think about the word superhero. <laughs> Superman <laughs> is the superhero. Like, he was like the first. The he has the best powers. I mean, he's not the most powerful, whatever. But like, he's when you think of a superhero, he's usually the first person you think about. And the fact they don't have him in the movies is crazy. But, but I gotta say, go ahead. It's so bad. Like when the Snyder Cut came out, was that last year? Yeah, 2021. Yep. So when that came out, they had all these different rumors about, well, it might be a different Justice League from this universe. We might have a black Superman. We might have yeah. uh, it's like, dude, stop. Don't make any multiverses. Get the regular verse correct. Right. 
there's no Justice League in, the, in this universe. You've you've ruined everything. Don't make any more multiverses or any more Justice Leagues. You don't have the bandwidth to do that. If they do make a multiverse, can they make a multiverse where both Superman and Bruce Wayne's mother is not named Martha? <laughs> well, they, I mean, they do have a multiverse. They do have a multiverse. They've done the multiverse on the CW with the Arrowverse shows. And oh, they have a- oh, sorry. And also, let's not make Metropolis across the river from Gotham City. Right, right. We need that to be corrected. Yeah, let's let's put some space in between the world's greatest heroes. Um, and also they, you know, the multiverse apparently is going to be kind of reset with the flash movie. If, and when that ever comes out next summer. Um, but you know, honestly, like DC does have a great Superman right now and it's on Superman to Lois on the CW. That's a great version of Superman. Now it's, it's not the movies, but, uh, I enjoy that show. They, they wrapped up season two about a month ago and that's a great version of Superman. So I'm okay, but he should be in the movies. I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been what, four years since the last time we saw a Superman on, on, on screen, on the big screen? Yeah, Justice League was 2017. Like, to have, no, to have no contract dispute put to the side or nobody under contract from the last four or five years to play Superman, that's, that's, that's unraveling to me. <laughs> that's amazing yep. to me. Yeah. So... So Henry Cavill's not coming back just yet, but Zack Snyder is returning to DC, sort of. It was announced on Saturday that, that Zack Snyder, the famous director of the Snyder Cut of uh, Batman v Superman, and of course Man of Steel, he's going to have a special guest appearance on, the, on an upcoming episode of Teen Titans Go, which will air on Cartoon Network this fall. So uh, <laughs> I wonder if we're going to get a Snyder Cut of this episode. I wonder if like people are going to get mad if it's not enough and attack Cartoon Network, bombard them with uh, hate mail and uh, abuse. It's like seven hours of this, of this, of this Teen Titans Go clip. I've never watched the Teen Titans Go. I know it's popular. They have like a couple movies and they have you know multiple seasons, but I've never seen it. Frank, have you ever watched Teen Titans Go? No, I, I haven't watched Teen Titans Go. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I, I, I like the growing up Titans better. Yeah, it's it's definitely aimed at like a younger audience, but apparently it's like got a sense of humor. I think that's the reason why Zack Snyder's going to be a part of it it's kind of you know they're kind of making fun of D- of dc stuff and maybe even him i'm not sure <laughs> Brittany, what what's your thoughts on this do you have any thoughts i don't care let's move on to talk okay. about marvel let's move on to the main event <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's yeah, that's fair I don't care. Saturday, I'm still I'm still pissed. I, I actually watched the entirety of the Snyder cut, so Zack Snyder can go f himself. I don't I don't care. Well, I like the Snyder cut, but I, I get what you're good saying. for you. Okay, let's move on. Saturday night was the main event. Marvel Studios took over, and once again, they just I mean, the hype that Marvel can dish out is no one can match that. No one can, and. As you put up here on the screen, Brittany, we now learn that phase four, five, and six are going to be referred to as the multiverse saga. Just how phases one, two, and three were the infinity saga. Now we're in the multiverse saga, right? Mm-hmm. So, and we're coming up on the end of phase four, which we didn't know about until until Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next thing on, on tap is uh, She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, which is coming to Disney Plus on August 17th. It's going to be 
a comedy series, nine episodes, about a half hour. They dropped the, the they dropped a new trailer, and in the trailer, uh, Charlie Cox's Daredevil, he's back again, along with Hulk and Abomination. Uh, Brittany, did you watch the She Hulk trailer? I did not because did as not. Pre- as previously stated in in the Miss Marvel yep. pod that I'm I'm not particularly looking forward forward to She Hulk She Hulk. However, I I I will give it it's you know I'll give it a try. You know, I'll walk in good faith. I don't have any expectations, and like Miss Marvel, that actually ended up being in my favor because I really did enjoy it. Maybe I'll actually enjoy She Hulk. Who knows? But I'm excited that Charlie Cox is going to be in the show um, as a as a g- great way to you know further welcome him back into the MCU. So yeah, I mean, I just I just couldn't care less about this truth be told <laughs> but but before we really delve too much into this i do want to say that for those out there who have been just saying like you know marvel doesn't know what they're doing you know we we don't know what direction we're going in the fact that we now have a clear direction of phase four five and six known as the multiverse saga i hope that just puts a rest to those arguments like in kevin feige we trust okay they know what we're, they're doing you know, y'all just got to be patient. <laughs> okay. That's all I have to say. Frank. <laughs> Thoughts on She-Hulk, Frank. Did you watch the trailer? What do you think about it? I didn't watch the Doom one. I watched the, uh, the previous one. The but, one okay. Yeah. But the fact that Charlie Cox is in it, um, it's going to be exciting. I know it's, it's pinned as a comedy and Daredevil is a very dark character. So yeah. I wonder how his his um, his aura is going to fit with the, with the theme of the show. Um, yeah, I think he's just going to cameo. I don't think he's going to be like a, a reoccurring character. Gotcha, gotcha. But, but the no. way they the way they dropped him in the trailer, it's pretty cool. It's the very last part of the trailer. He kind mm-hmm. of appears on a rooftop, and it's it's cool. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very, I'm very excited about the show. I want to see I want to see the uh, the synergy between She Hulk and Mark Ruffalo's Hulk's character. I uh, know the cousins, so to see that. That family bond throughout the show. I, I want to see how that how that turns out. Um, I want to see how powerful they make her because she's very very powerful in the comic books. Yeah, I kind of want to see how they gauge her strength um, in this in this uh, in this series. Was the CGI a lot better in this trailer than previous? Because there's been a lot of concern over the CGI. <laughs> it looks better. I mean, it's still okay. not probably what people maybe want, but it looks good. I think I think it'll be it'll be it'll be fine. Honestly, I don't think it's a problem. If you say so. Yeah. So let's move on to the to the final entry in Phase Four. And this is the big one because we finally got the first trailer for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. They dropped the trailer. Uh, I think we have a lot to talk about with this. Uh, Brittany, what did you think about when you saw the trailer? Bravo! Just absolute perfection i love the fact that with the song that was playing in the trailer and frank said it well off off screen that you weren't given a whole whole lot of story and that's what really brings you in but god bless angela Bassett. that woman is legend i cannot wait to see her performance again as the queen mother in this movie and the direction that has been taken since obviously we lost Chadwick Boseman. And 
I could rewatch that trailer again and again, and I'm going to still feel some kind of emotion behind it because I think, I think it's just something that needs to be addressed in the sense of experiencing loss or the fact that we lost T'Challa. And I, I know that Ryan Coogler is going to have put a beautiful it has rather will put a beautiful take on it and it, i was really excited to have watched this trailer frank what are your thoughts speechless breathtaking visually astounding majestic african pride it, it, it's it's all of that um you know with the entire death of chadwick back in 2020 um we didn't know ryan coogler has done a great job of keeping everything on the wraps we don't know. We still don't know who's going to be the new Black Panther. Yeah. Um, we don't know. We don't know anything. I mean, the only thing we know is Namor is going to be in it and the coming conflict between Wakanda and, and Atlantis. But, um, man, I watched this trailer like seven times last night. I was just trying to catch things, trying to see I get a snippet of something. Um, I think Namor, Namor's uh, parentage and his origin story is going to be explained pretty well in this, in this in this movie too, like even the visuals of the, of the underwater birth with the gills and the fins on his feet, and you know the the the, the side by side of him as a child walking on shore, as a man walking on shore, um, you know Everett Ross. I mean, all these you know all these different characters coming back. Um, it's it's gonna be one of those movies where the supporting cast is really gonna have to not only hold their weight but act beyond what they normally act <laughs> because. You have such a, a powerful entity in, in Chadwick that's not there anymore. But um, I'm excited. I mean, seeing Ruby Williams, Ironheart, seeing seeing her cameo, um, so much to unpack in a two minute in a two minute trailer that didn't really tell you much. <laughs> but but um, right. I can't wait to see uh, what what happens November 11th. I can't wait to see what what this does for the rest of Marvel going forward. Um, I heard a rumor. About about this, I don't know how true it is, but the rumor is that Doctor, you might get Doctor Doom um, post credit scene. I've heard that too. Yeah, so if that happens, man. You know, you might get some 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 Illuminati type of vibes because you know Doctor Doom, Namor, the late, the late Black, uh, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, all part of Illuminati. So yeah, can't see what happens with, with this movie. This trailer is a very emotional trailer. Like the music cues are like. I mean, like they nailed it. You're right. It's visually stunning. It doesn't look like really anything else. And we see Namor. We see kind of like the, it looks like a war between Atlantis and uh, Wakanda. Uh, I'm interested to see how that comes about. Um, then you see like the Chadwick Boseman, like a mural of kind of him, almost like uh, what they kind of did for Tony Stark in Far From Home. But obviously, this is not just the character. This is the person. So my question, I think this is the biggest question with this movie, is how are they going to... I mean, they talk about his death. That the you know His mother talks about how her family is gone, which is interesting, because what does that mean for little sister? What does that, what does that mean for, Sh- for Suri? I mean, right, like, is exactly. she not part of the family anymore? Like, that's exactly. kind of messed up. <laughs> and I wonder how they explain how he died. I mean, like, because... I mean, he was a part of Endgame. He, you know, survived Thanos and the snap. I wonder how they explain how he, how he died. And then my last question for y'all, we can talk about all this. Who do you think is in that suit in this image that we see on the screen right now? 
So I think to answer your question about explaining T'Challa's death, Frank, correct me if I'm wrong, but there is a storyline where T'Challa does die and the mantle is passed on to that of his sister or it's someone else. He's not, he doesn't die. Doctor he's Doom, in a coma. Yeah, Dr. Doom sends a, um, an assassin and he's, he's in suspension, cryogenic okay. cry suspension. And during that time, um, uh, his sister takes over the mantle. At first, the Panther Gods didn't grant her power only because she was a cynic. She wasn't really, she wasn't really a believer of the gods. Mm-hmm. But eventually, she she gets that she gets that power um, and becomes the Black Panther. Uh, so I don't know what I don't know how they're gonna go about it in, in this because, like you said, he, Chadwick died in real life, and I, I don't know between Endgame. And now, not much time has passed. I mean, if you look at the other movies that's that's come out, so maybe maybe the conflict of of Atlantis, maybe I don't I don't know. I, it's yeah. a good question how they're gonna explain his death in the, in the movie. But man, when she's ta- it looked like Angela's talking to the UN when she give, when she's giving that speech. Right. That one line, I'm like, what the fuck? Like it, like I, I tear. I had to fight back tears because like you, you know Angela. She went deep down to her diaphragm to, to, to pull that out of feeling real emotional, actually losing Chadwick in real life. And see that see that play out on camera, man. I saw that one line, I'm like, she's gonna run an Oscar off this shit. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's very, it's very, very powerful. So to talk about who could be in the suit, I, I, of course, this is the, the backside of whoever is in the suit, but we see a lot of gold. And the gold is very reminiscent of when Killmonger wore the Black Panther suit. So how, if they could bring back Killmonger to assume the mantle of Black Panther? I don't know how they could explain that if they somehow managed to do that. It better make sense. But the fact that, to me, I you know, there was a big part of me that really wanted Shuri to, to assume the mantle, but the build of of this picture that we're looking at it to me it looks more of a man as opposed to a woman i could be wrong but i i would think it would be cool that it's it's a killmonger in the suit frank what do you think i mean the, the goal does throw you off for sure um again like you said Bri, how do you explain that i mean the man died on the mountain as Chadwick's home in his body, so I don't know. Do you, do you? Oh, is he like heal? Is he like in a hospital off screen and like Sherry's taking care of him? I don't. I don't know. Are we pulling like a like a Bucky type situation where he's in suspension for for two or three years? As you know, to find something to bring him back. I don't know, but um, I mean, you have you have some prime candidates. You have you know, you have Sherry, you have Mbaku, um, someone from the Dojo Malaje, maybe it's. It's gonna be tough to say, um, but they did they did a great job not giving us too much as far as like who who's gonna carry that mantle. So you know, body type wise, I don't think it's Winston Duke. You know what I mean? He's a bigger yeah. dude than that person there. Now there could be sure. multiple people that have the mantle in the, in the movie, or maybe it's passed on during the movie. Who knows? I mean, I think that's probably you know a possibility. Given I think that anything could happen in this movie. But it really, like, you look at that, I thought Killmonger, too. I was like, man, the gold, like, that would be, I mean, 
the one thing is I, I don't see how they could keep that a secret. You know, like that movie's been in production for a long time and they've had to rework it for various reasons. And if Michael B. Jordan's going to end up being the, the Black Panther, like, how hey, would that not get me, out? You know what I mean? Let that me just, okay, amazing. but let me just, let me put it to you this way. We didn't know about Mr. Fantastic's cameo until the movie came out, right? Well, true. Well, for most of us didn't. Yeah, that's true. For most. I know yeah. you, you haven't learned to get off social media when a new movie is coming out. That's fine. But <laughs> my point is. I'm a person in the world. <laughs> it found Are me. you? Okay. Yes. Okay. Either way. My point is that was very, 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 very closely wrapped that did not leak until the movie was out the difference is that, that was a cameo and the character was killed off in five or ten minutes this is if michael b jordan is the black panther he's going to be black panther going forward i would but if if ryan cooler is is doing his best to keep things under wraps i mean he's going to do whatever it takes to keep that I under mean, wraps that would be amazing i mean that's i that would be super cool if that i just like to me like just in the world we live in people talk it's hard not to like it's yeah. hard to keep a secret like that. camera you know? phones people yeah there's said right so, people always was taking pictures of the set from right away from far off so if if you know if he was at the airport around the same time that any of those other people were you know where whether they shot it i don't know where they shot it probably some of it was in atlanta other other places too like there's just there's too many ways now where that information gets out where in the past that didn't happen so Anyway, we're all looking forward to that. November 11th, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. That's going to be awesome. Uh, so that's the end of phase four, but they mentioned there's two things that they didn't mention when they were be. Or the, okay, so there's two more things coming up this year. There's Werewolf by Night, which is supposedly coming out in October. And there's the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. But neither one of those were referenced, but those are supposedly coming out. So I'm not sure, but... Uh, Let's uh, let's talk about phase five. And we're going to fly through these because honestly, there's not a lot of information, but we do have some title cards. The first thing in phase five is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. It's coming out February 7th, 2023. Uh, Kang is going to be the main villain in this movie, and he is going to be the main villain of phase uh, of the old multiverse saga. It sounds like. Do you all have any thoughts on this movie? We know nothing really, but uh, not no. really. Not I really. think they. They said that Bill Murray was supposed to have, Bill a, Murray. Yep. have an appearance. Um, sure. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, not not a whole lot to say on this. I mean, I, I like I like Scott Lang mm -hmm. as Ant-Man. I'm just the movies just really don't wow me. I put them kind of on the same spectrum of like Guardians. Yeah, they're not my favorite. So up next, we have Secret Invasion, which will be a Disney Plus series spring 2023. Um. From what I've heard, this is going to be a darker series, which makes sense given the title of it, because it's going to include, you know, Nick Fury and uh, Talos, I believe, from uh, mm -hmm. the last was Spider-Man Far From Home was the last time we saw these characters. So, yeah, it's been a hot minute since we've seen Nick Fury. Yep. Like the real Nick Fury. Right. <laughs> and um, Amelia Clark will be in Secret yeah, Invasion. In yeah, I'm. I'm excited to see Mother of Dragons again. Yeah. So after that is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, May fifth, twenty twenty three. Uh, I think you can expect some characters to die in this movie, from what I've heard. 
Really? Like Drax might be a goner. Oh, we have kind of talked about this in yeah. the past that uh, Dave Bautista was kind of kind of wanting out. Yeah, he wants out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if y'all saw this because it, it wasn't supposed to be seen by the people who weren't at Comic-Con, but this movie is going to focus heavily on Rocket Raccoon's past. And there's a shot of him as like a baby or as like a little raccoon and they show it and like, it's adorable. So you mean he's not a rabbit, right? He's not a rabbit. <laughs> so guardians volume three, we're going to, I mean, there's a lot of stuff we'll talk about in the future once we know more, but that's do coming we, up. Do we find Gamora in this movie? I would think you'd have to, right? I think you have to at this point. Yeah. Supposedly this is James Gunn's last guardians movie. So mm. it's the end of the story as he says. So we'll see. Thank God. Sorry. Up next. <laughs> is Echo, which is coming to Disney Plus summer 2023. It's going to be after the events of Hawkeye. Uh, Maya Lopez continues uh, in New York City. And uh, yeah, we're going to have uh, some some Daredevil characters in this show. So once again, Charlie, for all you Charlie Cox fans, you're going to get a lot of this guy. He's going to be all over the multiverse saga. Seems like We're getting a lot of Cox. A lot of Cox in uh, the multiverse saga. <laughs> A lot of cocks. Um, per- that was perfectly set up. Good job. So let's let's keep it. Let's keep the train rolling. <laughs> the next thing is Loki season two coming summer twenty twenty three. Currently filming in yeah, London. I think we're looking forward to this one. There's not a lot known about that, and that's fine with me. Uh, do you yeah. have any quick thoughts about Loki? Is he ever going to see Thor again? That's a good question. I don't know. We'll see. I I love I love for the paths across one more time, man. Yep. Well, I, I'm not. Well, I'm excited about. It. I love the, I love the first season. Um, apparently, Kane's gonna be a real a real big character. Oh yeah. From, from here on now, so I wonder how Kang is gonna play a part in Quantumania, Loki, Avengers, and whatever properties that come out. I mean, again, this this is the multiverse saga so yeah. however many variants of kings there are out there i mean he's he's kind of been unleashed so he's gonna fuck shit up yeah <laughs> so it it's it's gonna be cool when it comes to the avengers yeah so next up is the marvels which is coming july 20 july 28th 2023 uh, Miss Marvel will join Captain Marvel in this story with Photon. So looking forward to that one. The next one that we have an image for though is Blade. And check out this image. What a badass logo. So cool. So ready. Blade, so November ready. 3rd, 2023. Mershaw Lee is uh starring in, as a uh, as Blade. Uh, that logo is badass. That logo is just like we don't have to finish the letters. Like you know what this is. It looks cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Anyway, can't wait for that. After Blade is Ironheart, which Frank mentioned, we're going to meet Riri, Riri Williams in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. This is going to be her series and coming to Disney Plus fall 2023. So solo Ironheart series. She is, she is of course, a, a student who, you know, like a genius student who basically takes over the mantle of Iron Man. Frank, talk about it. I just wish they would have just actually like introduced her when Iron Man was alive. With Tony, yeah, yeah, because like, he played because he played. He was like a mentor to her in the comic books, and like even when he was in a coma, she took the, the mentor of Iron Man for a little bit too. So 
I kind of want to see how they. I mean, I know they're gonna, they're gonna probably be like sync up storyline with more of the with Black Panther, but man, it would have been nice to like see kind of kind of like we saw a Hawkeye on a small scale how he passed the mantle to Kate. Mm-hmm. It would be kind of dope to see him pass the mantle to, to Ironheart, but now nah, Rue ain't she ain't to be she ain't the one to be messed with, man. She's a very bright MIT student. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't, I don't want to say too much, but like she. She's one of the more she's one of the more brighter minds. Like she's sheer level of intellect. Uh, Bruce Banner, Tony cool. Stark. She, she, she's up there. So can't, can't wait to see her. In the Wakanda Forever trailer, you see her creating her suit, or she knocks out the heart. So mm-hmm. the next time you watch that trailer, she's the one hitting that that heart symbol. So that's super cool. That's cool. Up next, winter twenty twenty three, we have Agatha, Coven of Chaos, which this was originally called Agatha House of Harkness. So they retitled it. Think uh, you know, we enjoyed her from WandaVision. So we got Agatha coming. I think this is a more I think this is a more appropriate title just yeah, because yeah. she talked about the chaos magic and then what it would do and mm. things like that. So this is I think this is a, a smart change in, in titling. And yep. I, I think uh Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn, is that her name? Yeah. Yep, um Hahn, she yeah. she was absolutely great, great as agatha so this i'm looking forward to this show yeah up next we have daredevil born again Woo! spring 2024 the man without fear returns charlie cox and vincent d'onofrio reprise their roles as matt murdoch and wilson fist and it's going to be 18 episodes yes what do y'all think about that give me all the cox okay i gotta i gotta wait fucking two years bro yeah, but Charlie Cox is going to be in everything else. The dude's going to be like working nonstop. <laughs> well, like he was like he was on a bench for like four years. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, right. But uh, he's got to get game, back yeah. into that shape. He's got to do all the moves, and yeah. that's what I actually really appreciated about Charlie Cox is that he trained, like he really did train for this role as as Matt Murdock Daredevil, and I. I loved it. I loved his performance. Thank you again, Frank, for telling me I needed to watch this version of Daredevil because good Lord, if we only ever had the Ben Affleck version, I think I would no longer be an MC, uh, a Marvel fan, period. You're Jesus. very, you're very, very welcome. But no, nah, I mean, Charlie Cox, he's, he's my, he's my favorite. I started Charlie. He's my second favorite Marvel actor in, in, in all of the MCU. Like the way yeah. he, encapsulate that, that that character the, the 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 training that he puts into his body to to film live his own stunts um the ongoing the ongoing drama between him and kingpin and i can't wait to see mm-hmm. how that plays out too um the the future the future the future of these marvel shows i think can hinge on daredevil they, they can carry the mantle for a long time because i mean it's just a character that's sure yeah and, and with the crossover with spider-man and all these other Carry the properties, man. That doesn't be for a long time. They do it right. So, yeah. Yep. After that, we have May 3rd, 2024, Captain America, New World Order. <laughs> Sam Wilson is the new man with the plan. I hope we get Sam Wilson and Bucky in a tag team match against Hollywood Hogan and the Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> new World Order, man, which also was the first, the title of the first episode of the Falcon Winter Soldier, which I thought was interesting. So, oh, I guess that. Yeah. You know, I I literally took it as kind of like, oh, they just swapped out the A from NWA to O, nice. but you know that's fine. Yeah, it's gonna be too <laughs> sweet, no doubt about it. <laughs> um, 
next up, we're we're moving along here. The final movie in or the final the final Marvel content in phase five is Thunderbolts coming July 26, 2024. There are apparently, according to Kevin Feige, there are several characters in this film that we don't even know yet. So we're going to meet these people along the way. I do think that one of the former Captain America's uh, John Wilson is going to be a part of Thunderbolts along with Yelena Belova. And Frank, what do you know about the Thunderbolts? This is going to be interesting because because uh, defense attorney Ross was the guy who put together Thunderbolts. Right. Yeah. That, actor, that actor died. He's gone. Yeah, that actor died. So I don't know. I don't know if he originally played a big part in in this on screen on screen version, but um, if he if he did, I wonder how they're gonna how they're gonna you know update that. But they'll they'll probably tie it into this was like his initiative, but he yeah. didn't live to see it through. But they're still naming it after him because yeah. it was his initiative. I can see them spinning it like that, named in his honor. There you I, go. Be- I believe that Julie Louis Dreyfus' character, which <gasps> I can't think of right now, I think oh, she'll be the wow. leader. Yeah, Val. She'll be the leader of the Thunderbolts. I that think. makes sense. That would be, be fitting. That'll be fitting. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah that works. Yeah, I can get with that. So now let's go to phase six. And we don't know a ton about it, but we do know phase six opens November 8th, 2024, with Marvel's first family. Yes, the Fantastic Four. Wow. Now, we don't know who the Fantastic Four is, but we do know that uh, D- D23, which is Disney's big events, coming up in September, September 9th to the 11th. They're expected to name the cast at that point. So we'll find out then. Hopefully Krasinski will be Mr. Fantastic, but I don't know. Or maybe he'll direct. They don't have a director and they've rumored. There's rumors that Steven Spielberg might direct the movie, which I don't believe, but I don't, don't, honestly, I don't think I want that, but uh, no, I don't want that. We'll see what happens. I really don't. (laughs) Um, Frank, you have any thoughts on the Fantastic Four? Um, I hope it's John Krasinski. Uh, Strange kind of ruined it for me. Um, oh, yeah. no. But, but um, remember, that is the 838, Mr. Yeah, Fantastic, I, not I, the 616. Yeah, I, I know. But okay. Still, I don't... That, that All that temporary casting shit for that movie was, was annoying to me. It was, just, <laughs> it was just in the way. Like, I wanted the real shit. Give me the... Uh-huh, give, me, give me, give me, give me the, the whole... You want all the cocks. We yeah. know. We got it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Charlie no, Cox. No. Charlie Cox. Um, but no, I, I mean, I, I'm excited for it. I, I want to see again. You, they have to explain this. Where the fuck have they been? <laughs> Same yeah. with the X-Men. Where have they been in the yeah. Thanos and exactly in New York? Because they're in the Bats building is in New York. So yeah. Um, I I just I'm just kind of just waiting to see how they play this out since yeah. it's, it's an ongoing storyline that, that took place back in 2010. They're probably going to take the same approach as like the Eternals. Like they can't interfere with life. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. So in phase four and phase five, there are no Avengers movies. Phase no. six is going to have two Avengers movies within like what? Six months of each other. Six you months of each other. Yeah. May 2nd, 2025. We have Avengers, the Kang dynasty, which I mean, that sounds amazing. What's that? It's it's like a bad NBA dynasty. (laughs) I know. And then okay, so May 2nd is the King Dynasty, right? Mm -hmm. Then November 7th, also 2025, to wrap up phase six, we'll have Avengers Secret Wars. How crazy is that? Oh, Frank's Frank's all about that. Look at that. Look at that reaction. I'm so ready. I'm so I'm so fucking ready, dog. Oh my god. (laughs) 
though if, if we get a beyonder in this motherfucker, we get um the symbiote, the Spider-Man symbiote suit debut in this month. Like this, so many characters debuted in Secret Wars. I, I want to see how they do it because, like, because in the original Secret Wars, that's how Spider-Man got the the, the symbiote come out of space when, when Beyond had all how those guys fighting, and uh, a lot of characters debuted in that in Secret Wars too. So um, I want to have the show because because that comes out twenty twenty five. Yeah, the Secret Wars TV show comes out next next year, right? Twenty twenty four. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on. No, no. I'm sorry. Secret Invasion is spring 2023. Okay. Oh, that's that's like next year. Yeah. Okay, next year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's different things going on. But no, nah, I love. This. I can't really yeah. see how how this plays out. And what one new think? Avengers comes out too. One new guy yeah. joins the team. We got two Avengers in 2025. Okay. So obviously we talked about all this. The one thing that we didn't see, and I think Frank, you're gonna notice this. There's no X-Men yet. So I wonder. Will they? Will the X Men come before Secret Wars? Will they come after? What's your opinion on that? There might be a way that that might be a way how they introduce the X Men through the multiverse okay. Secret Wars. That's the, that's the only way. You can't have that powerful entity of a team just come out of nowhere and, de- and don't explain where the fuck they were at when Thanos attacked and Loki and all these different intergalactic um, threats. So I'm thinking Secret Wars is going to explain a lot of a lot of the, a lot of these uh, these uh, characters coming out. X-Men. And then something else you'll notice on this slate of movies, there was no mention of Spider-Man. That's because it's a Sony partnership, but mm-hmm. I think there will be a Spider-Man movie somewhere in the next two or three years. That I mean, there's gotta be, there's just too much money out there. He made, it made 1.8 billion. The last one did. So it'll be out there at some point. Um, yeah. The last thing I wanted to point out to y'all is this week, a lot of these movie titles that you saw, these trademarks became, Marvel registered several of these titles as trademarks and there's a ton of them out there, but there's a couple of other ones that are still out there that might point to what's coming in the future, including one called the nomad, which is a Steve Rogers story, which could be the way they bring uh, Chris Evans back to the MCU. There's a Hercules rise of the gods, which could be a way we see Brett Goldstein and also where we see Thor again. That's interesting. There mm-hmm. is a a new Shang-Chi and the Wreckage of Time. So that could be coming. The Midnight Suns could be coming. The Black Knight Origins, which is the uh, uh, Kit Harrington character. character. There's also uh, Captain America, Red, White, and Black. What a title. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. There's also Avengers Academy, aka the event, the Young Avengers. All right. Avengers Excursion, Avengers Timeless, and uh, there's a Red Guardian title. <laughs> there's, a Guardian. there's a Red Guardian Generation, is what it's called. <laughs> oh, Lord. I mean, and then there's one called Celestials, Celestials End of Time. So hmm. Marvel's got a lot of stuff in the works. Like I said, they've got a lot of stuff, and DC only brought two. Last question from Comic Con: What are you most excited about, uh, Brittany? I'll go to you first. I mean, because it's coming out this year, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. I it's it's been something that's I think been on our minds since Chadwick passed, and to see how they move on without him, but also honor him and remember him, and 
the fact that that's one of the last pieces of phase four before we start obviously going to phase five. So, I mean, there's a lot to look forward to. I'm, I'm actually really glad that for one, this, sh all this phase five and phase six should answer everyone's questions about what is the direction that Marvel is going in? What is this? Like, who's going to be the big bad? That's obviously going to be Kang. And I'm, I'm hoping because this is obviously multiverse saga, it's, it's going to seem like it's expanding, but it's still going to come together. So I, I just hope a lot of people out there are, are content with that. Frank, same question. What are you What are you most excited about from what you heard about from Comic Con? Oh, Black Panther, uh, easily. Yeah, I mean, we had to talk about it on the boys. One of the was a Thor podcast last week about yeah. I was being worried about not getting a trailer. And I was like, I'm I'm, I'm sure one's gonna come pretty soon. Yeah. So they keep doing wraps for as long as they did, man. I, I can't wait to see what how this propels the rest of Marvel. Um, I can't wait to see how that perils Ironheart's character too, going to her TV show next year. Um, I'm really excited about that property and seeing what actor and actresses arise to their occasion with Chadwick being gone. So, yeah. So I agree with y'all also, but just to be different, I'm going to say the Avengers. I'm so happy the Avengers are coming back. I mean, not that I was like ever questioned it, but like we're going to get two Avengers movies. Now, now, now this is if there aren't like, you know, scheduling changes or whatever, which there could be, but, the fact that you're gonna have an Avengers movie in May and another Avengers movie in November, like that's crazy. And the rumor is the Russo brothers brothers are gonna direct the Secret Wars. So I heard that they were not coming back in any. They've been fashion. talking about it so much though. They can't stop talking about it. I, I bet, mean, uh, I don't know. It's I weird. don't know. It's weird they're talking about a property that that no one is in charge of, and they keep talking about it like. Where there's smoke, there's fire. So. Uh, no, no I'm, I don't disagree. I'm just saying I, I've heard a, a rumor saying the complete opposite that they they're exiting from the MCU world. So okay. that's it would be interesting. I hope they come back. Don't yeah. don't get me wrong. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Yep, we will. Hey, Brittany, how can people find us online? So we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Simply search The Watchers in the Basement. We are also on the road to 100 YouTube subscribers. I am happy to say as of this recording time, we are at 76 subscribers. We are so close to hitting our 100 YouTube subscribers. So thank you to all of those who have been with us throughout this whole journey. Thank you for those who continually uh, share this podcast with everyone. And you know how to do that by using hashtag watchers basement. Use that on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, spread the word, help us grow. Don't forget to like this video. If I haven't already mentioned that really helps us out as well. That way others can check out our pod. And last but not least, if you're not into video podcasts, you can also find us on our audio podcasts through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, thanks to Anchor.fm. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating. Helps us out a lot. Back to you, Justin. Yep. Thanks, Brittany. So for, for Frank and for Brittany, this is Justin saying we'll see you next time. Thank you.